It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for our U.S. Sports Wrap with Max Lawton. Uh, Coons, I'm no U.S. sports expert, but one man who is and has his own stinger. I also had the pleasure to work alongside him for six years is Fox Sports, Max Lawton. Maxie, welcome to Sports Day. My word, Thomas, my own stinger. Thank you so much. (laughs) My absolute pleasure. (laughs) You've made it. Yeah, by that I mean your own intro. Uh, Maxie, um, let's start with NFL. Uh, It's been a huge few weeks. Um, What have you made of the way the season's been progressing? Yeah, it's a really interesting season so far because there's this really, really even middle of the pack. And then you've got six, seven, maybe eight legitimate Super Bowl contenders still trying to emerge. And so you've got, you know, the Eagles and Chiefs, last year's Super Bowl teams, as always, contending. The Eagles just keep surviving but keep winning. Uh, I think there was another crazy comeback this past weekend for them. And then in the AFC Conference, you've got Miami, you've got Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City, all with basically the same record. So the important race that they have there for the number one seed and the only bye week you get in the playoffs it's going to be really tight. So six weeks left, getting to the pointy end, uh, going to be very, very close. Can we go to the other end of um, the table or the um, the rankings? And that is talk about uh, Bill Belichick's Patriots because they are struggling, Maxi, And it's so bizarre to see the Patriots um, not playing very good football. Well, I think this is his worst season he's ever had in about a million years coaching in the <laughs> NFL as well. So they're two and nine. They've got no quarterback. They've got nothing really going for them. And the pressure is only going to build on Belichick. You can you can be the best coach of all time and still get questions over whether you're going to get sacked mid-season because all of the stuff that made him so special is also what makes him problematic when they're losing. His unique uh, sort of uh, choices on game day, whether it's benching guys after one simple mistake, picking certain types of players in the draft who don't pan out. They're stuck with a first-round quarterback in Mac Jones who just isn't doing anything for them. And they keep benching him and keep bringing him back, so he's going to have no confidence. So they're going into a draft where they could have a very good chance to get a top quarterback. The two great guys in this year's crop, Drake May and Caleb Williams, you would think if they're low enough, they'll go for one of them. But it's going to make things very interesting whether he, can, whether he wants to stick around because he's been there for so long now. If you want to be through a rebuild, it's going to take a while. Is there a minor issue at the moment in the game with quarterbacks, Max? Because I, I read today that by the end of the season, 25% of quarterbacks that will start at the end will be would have been back up at the start of the year. What's happening with the quarterbacks? Yeah, it's incredible how they can continue to fail to identify good backups sometimes. And so many teams, the Jets are the prime example. They come into this year, chips in with Aaron Rodgers. He gets injured on, what, the fourth play of his Jets career. 
and they're stuck with Zach Wilson, who they knew couldn't play, and rubbish backups behind him. So, so many teams are being forced into these bad rookie quarterbacks who they just don't seem prepared. And there are enough guys who have shown that they can play and be okay depth, but not enough to start. It's, it is such a hard position, but it is a very weird trend right now, whether it's to do with more injuries. I know there's a lot of complaints about the turf at the New York Stadium, which is causing a lot of these injuries, but there, there are so many problems right now. And there's a few problems uh, in the coaching ranks as well. The Panthers have got rid of their coach, who oh. unfortunately uh, sets an NFL record of being sacked twice in two years with two different teams. In about 12 months, too. Frank Reich, very <laughs> unfortunate for him. So, I mean, realistically, the Panthers were always going to be terrible this year. They had the number one pick last year, trading up for it, getting Bryce Young. But he's essentially been sacked because they seem to have drafted the wrong QB. Right? You know, CJ Stroud, number two picks, one of the Texans, and looks like a generational talent already. He's been incredible as a rookie, could get MVP votes down the ballot, and is certainly going to be rookie of the year. Whereas Young has been shaky, and he doesn't have a lot of weapons. They had to trade their best receiver, DJ Moore, to go up and get him in the first place. But you have to wonder whether they've just made the wrong call there, and now they don't have their first round pick, which could be the number one pick. That's going to Chicago. So the, the Bears have two really good shots at the number one pick. And the Panthers now, with a uh, owner who we know loves to sack coaches, he's sacked three in about three, four years. <laughs> Even in his soccer team, he's sacked two or three coaches in the last two seasons. All he does is sack coaches. So why would you ever take that job? <laughs> Maxie, just one more question on Belichick. Um, has yeah. he lost his mojo? What's the view from the US at the moment? Well, he's still got his defensive mojo in so many ways. I think the problem is, he becomes all-powerful because of his reputation, right? He can do whatever he wants the Patriots. He runs personnel as well as on-field decisions. He's just not as good at making personnel decisions, at drafting, at signing free agents, as he is as a coach. And, you know, a few years ago, they tried to go big in free agency and signed a bunch of guys for the first time in forever. That didn't work out at the draft. They're just not picking the right guys. He loves going for small school players out of college who really don't live up to their draft position. So the problem is you've got to take power back from him, but why would he accept that when he's been around for 30 years now and could get any job he wants otherwise? Max, we know that uh, the NRL or a portion of the NRL is going to Vegas, but are we going to get the NFL to Australia anytime soon? I think so. I think there's a good chance it happens in 2026, to be precise. So the way the NFL has worked out their international rights, they've sort of handed out areas of the world to different teams. And so you've seen like the Kansas City Chiefs playing a home game in Germany because they have the rights to Germany. Uh, the Eagles and the Rams have the Australian rights. And what they usually do with these international games is hand them out to teams that have nine home games instead of eight because it's a 17-game season. So the Rams have nine home games in 2026. I think there's a real good chance one of them ends up being an international game. That would probably be down here, probably in Sydney. And then in terms of how you actually do it, you probably need to do it week one so that they have enough time to fly down here and then maybe have a break afterwards, play it early in week one and fly back for week two. So I think there's a, that's a good watch for our people to say. Right, just before we get into the NBA, Maxi, give us your, your conference champs and who actually gets there. I just don't trust the Eagles, even though they're so far ahead in the NFC. There's just not a lot of good options. The Niners' defense, uh, and then their offense rather, is so good when it's firing. So I think I'll go with the Niners. And then I really like the Ravens, too. I really like how they look at their absolute best. They're 9-3 and three going into a bye. They've got so many weapons now. Lamar's having an MVP season. If they just can't, if they don't fall apart, like they always do at this time of year, I think they make it through. 
Maxie, NBA, the big story from an Australian perspective at the moment is Josh Giddy. Um, can you give us an insight into what's happening over there and what the likely ramifications are if these allegations are proved? Well, if the allegations are proved, he's in an enormous amount of trouble. So the NBA is investigating whether he had an improper relationship with an underage girl. Uh, there was a deleted post from a social media account suggesting Dolzhu is in effectively year 11. Uh, so that account is gone and the posts are gone, but the NBA is still looking into all of this. Uh, he's answered questions about it. He said, I understand why you're asking, but no comment. The team has basically said no comment. He's still playing. So they're treating it, you know, innocent until proven guilty and all of that. And they're treating it like they have some hope that it's not going to be an enormous problem. But if any of it is proven, quite clearly he is. You know, you've got things like he's got a wheat mix deal which is apparently worth $10 million a year. And they've sort of taken him off their social medias, not because they're taking him off the deal, but because they want to restrain him from getting all of that negative attention and all the comments you would get, understandably. So, look, it's a really tricky spot, and it's we need to find out the truth, clearly. What has the reaction been uh, from people in the US, and, and, and here as well, that given that he's still playing under investigation? Well, the fans didn't seem overly bothered. He was cheered when he played at home the other day. Um, you know, oh. fans just sticking by their player. And then the Boomers coach uh, also said he's got his full support still. You know, he, he stepped up for him. Obviously, Giddy, if he's playing in the uh, Olympics in Paris next year, would be a key factor in whether we're going to get another medal. So all of the noise that is coming out publicly has been quite positive from those who would be able to speak to him, which I don't know if it points to something, but at least he's got that. Well, he's, how has his form been? Because, I mean, he's down on, on average points per game. I understand, I mean, Chet Holgram's um, stepped up, so that's diminished his output. But how have you seen him on the court? Yeah, it, OK. He's still in that weird position where they need to figure out exactly what he is with this team. And it is clearly becoming not just Shea Gilgis alexander but Chet Holmgren's team, because Holmgren has been arguably the rookie of the year, the top the number two pick from last year, better than Wembenyama, who was all of the talk. So he's dropped back a little bit. I don't know if that's just his role and they're still trying to work it out. So whether it's weighing on him as well is entirely possible. But yeah, you're right, he has not been what we have seen him been in the past this season so far. What have you made of this uh, newly introduced mid-season tournament in the NBA, Maxi? I mean, I hate the courts. They just look <laughs> outrageous. Like you turn it on and it's just bright red glaring at you. Come on, Max, get with the times. Don't be so archaic. Surely you can appreciate that sport needs to evolve and develop and appeal to different markets. You know me, Tom, Mr. Conservative. <laughs> uh, no, it's I, I appreciate that they want to try and do something new. I mean, it's for TV money. It's so they can sell the games for the the actual tournament, the pointy end, which is going to be in Vegas. So, look, it's an interesting concept, playing the games without really taking away or, or adding too many games to an already busy season where you have the problem of players being rested. So I, I like trying it. It's just whether it actually gains any prestige. That's the problem with any tournament. If it's brand new, you have no value on it. So you need to enforce the value of the tournament in its initial few seasons. And that depends on the players being invested. Some of them seem invested. For now, they're talking about it as if they matter. And I think all the players get, what, 500 grand if they win. So for the lesser players on the teams, that matters. Just what they need, a little bit more pocket money, some of those NBA players. It's beautiful to see. Just before we let you go, Maxie, let's do a quick sweep over some of the Aussies in the NBA. Paddy Mills got his first minutes of the season with Atlanta. Joe Ingles still going well. and Ben Simmons, I'm guessing, still injured? (laughs) Well, Simmons has got the problem again of being sort of injured, which is enough injury for him to not play. Um, So you've got to check whether his back's going to be okay. (laughs) 
Dyson Daniels is showing up for the Pelicans and doing some yes. nice things, which we love to see. And Paddy Mills is finally getting minutes after a bit of an extended time off. He's certainly declining. Hopefully he's still going all right for Paris. But, yeah, look, it's not been the best year for the Aussies so far, you would say. But, you know, Daniels is a, a bright spot. I would, I would, I'd Will he be traded, Paddy Mills, you think, pretty soon? What, what value does he have if he's being traded? Mm. Is the problem. You know, maybe. Hey, Maxie, I wouldn't be uh, getting you on radio and doing it in a way that uh, befitted your talents if we didn't ask you about WWE before we let you go. Now, you know, oh back in the day, I was a Rikishi <laughs> man. I enjoyed the Hardy brothers. Booker T was my sort of wrestler. Um, obviously, William Rock Regal. was a hero. Yeah, William Regal was my sort of guy as well. But um, there's a new fellow. Well, for me, I don't watch it anymore. But CM Punk is something that has really turned my head recently. Can you give us an update on uh, what the latest is with him? Because he's a controversial figure over there, isn't he? Yeah, well, Hachi will be thrilled to hear this chat. Uh, <laughs> look, so this is the biggest thing in wrestling right now. There's a wrestling war going on. WWE, the all-powerful company, and AEW, the upstart owned by billionaire Tony Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. Uh, and CM Punk was this big deal 10 years ago in WWE. He was the champion, and then he walked out. He was furious with the company. He thought they were treating him poorly for his medical issues. He was gone for wrestling for seven or eight years, and then he came back with AEW. And it was going to be this huge momentum shift for this upstart company to challenge WWE. And then he legitimately fought fellow wrestlers backstage twice and left <laughs> the owner of the company, th- uh, as he said, uh, threatened for his life, is what he said <laughs> to fans one night. So uh, he got fired, as you'd expect. And now in a sort of enemy of my enemy is my friend situation, WWE signs him back up. They have another big star coming back to the company who we thought would never be back there. He said he'd never wrestle with WWE again. But here he is, and he's going to keep giving the momentum as WWE is in a very hot place right now. And in fact, they're having a big show at uh, Optus Stadium in Perth in February. Are you going? Nation Chamber. Uh, I hope so. We'll yeah. see if they uh, <laughs> want me over there. A little junket is the word that comes to mind, Maxie. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know how you have enough time in the day for WWE, NBA, NFL men's football, women's football, soccer, everything else you do. It's quite amazing. 24 hours, I reckon you sleep for about three and spend the other 21 watching sport. We really appreciate your time. You are a, a wealth of knowledge, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. And hopefully Jared and Nims can get you on as well because uh, your WWE knowledge is uh, certainly quite unique on these shores. <laughs> Pleasure, Tom. The WrestleMania show is always a treat. <laughs> That's Max Lawton <laughs> from Fox Sports. All the latest US sports news was brought to us thanks to APCO. Win 20 grand cash now at APCO Cafe 24-7 and win 20 grand cash at APCO. Grab two dare or big M's to enter at APCO Cafe 24-7.